Welcome to Dig Deep, the mining podcast. In this podcast, we discuss, educate and talk about industry news and hot topics, company reviews and live interviews with mining professionals and leading figures in the mining industry. Introducing your host, Rob Tyson, founder and director of Mining International. With a career covering nearly two decades, Mining International partners with new and junior miners and larger predominant players in the market. With no further ado, here is your host, Rob Tyson. Hi, mining community. Welcome back for another episode of the Dig Deep, the mining podcast. Um, and today's guest is Michael Kernert, who is founder, president and CEO of Visla Resources Corporation. Um, Visla Resources is a publicly listed a mineral exploration company engaged in the discovery, development, and acquisition of precious and base metal assets in safe jurisdictions. Um, they have a couple of projects. One is the Pana Yuko Silver Gold Project in Mexico and the Blueberry Project in Central British Columbia. Um, Michael's an experienced executive with a demonstrated history of working in the mining and metals industry. Um, he's skilled in startups, corporate finance, mining, and IPOs. Um, so let's find out more about Michael um, and Visla Resources Corporation. So I'd like to welcome uh, Michael. How are you doing, Michael? Very well, thank you. Yeah, thank you, uh, Rob, for having us on here. We're uh, looking forward to this. Yeah, I appreciate you uh, taking the time to, uh, to do this podcast. So um, as we normally start these podcasts off, uh, just wonder if you can guess, give us a little bit of background about yourself. Um, from when you graduated, I understand that you've done a, um, a commerce um, or business and entrepreneurship degree. Um, and if you can show, uh, give us an overview of your journey from then to where you are today. And then I've got some questions to obviously ask you around your company. I definitely was. Yeah, I studied commerce in, in school with a specialization on uh, an entrepreneurship and uh, wasn't actually fully aware of the uh, the, the world of mining um, prior to my schooling, but as I as I uh, um, went through the the, uh, the education process, I, I, I kind of um, through through some networking and uh, um, interaction with people that were working for for mining companies in Vancouver, uh, was exposed to the uh, the capital markets and the um, you know the the uh, company building side of the the industry that's specific really to uh, to a few cities around the world, but. One of the major ones, of course, is Vancouver. So being born and raised in Vancouver was, uh, um, you know, a good place to be for for that movement into that. So I, I, I graduated um, um, from, from post-secondary. I started working with a company called Predium Resources, which is a, uh, a producer in British Columbia now. But uh, when I started, it was just uh, maybe a month or two after their their IPO um, and, uh, and and went on to... to um, to work with a number of other companies over the years, um, basically trying to build my my experience and my knowledge uh, over the over the last decade uh, on um, how to build companies, how to finance companies, um, how to acquire and develop projects, and um, and um, you know as as all that information and experience accumulated, I, I started a couple of companies. One was called Black. Uh, one was called. Uh, um, Cobalt One, which we sold to a company called Blackstone Minerals, uh, which is an Australian listed company. And uh, subsequent to that, we uh, started uh, Vizla Resources and, um, and and brought this Panuco project in Mexico into um, into the company. And and um, you know, been working very very hard to um, 
to develop that project right now. Yeah. Were you looking at any other industries when you sort of graduated? Because I suppose if you've done commerce and entrepreneurship, um, you might have looked at a few different industries and what's the reason why you fell into mining? Yeah, it's funny. I, I uh, you know, I, I didn't really actually look at any other, other jobs. It was, it was um, kind of a, a draw to this industry that I, I just, um, you know, yeah, there was nothing else that was really interesting to me once I figured figured out that this all existed. So it's kind of funny. I think you know, it's maybe um, a little bit of you know, kind of uh, uh, meant to be. But uh, who knows? It was uh, you know, certain certainly a big draw to the, the industry. Yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about how you started up, um, obviously Bizla? Um and obviously, and I've got some more questions around the projects. But how you actually started, formed the company um, to where you are now yeah so well Beesla started as just a numbered um private co- company in, in british columbia uh incorporated with uh with our lawyer and um you know from that i uh, we, we we financed it uh, with our own money stayed private for a year um and then in that company we acquired a um a uh, piece of ground in, in in bc that was exploration um for copper and gold uh, a prospective piece of piece of um mining um concession that uh that we were able to to do a little bit of work on and and um convince ourselves that it was worth following up on with uh, with funds from an ipo so we brought that that company from a you know a numbered company uh british british columbia private company um acquired a project in it did the work and then took it through the ipo process which of course um means having to work with uh with prospectuses and um brokers and 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 lawyers and accountants and everything um you know that you need to to comply with the, the securities commissions and and the various uh, regulatory bodies so um you know it kind of combines all types of different uh, aspects of the the industry you have all the business side you have the the, the geological side you have the finance side um and of course more and more these days the regulatory side as well yeah and and for people listening, um, and probably for more senior management that hasn't necessarily gone through that IPO process and maybe thinking of doing that, how I suppose how complex is it, or how complicated is it? Um, and I suppose as a as a CEO, how much involvement do you are you are you in in the actual whole process, or do you sort of leave it to other stakeholders within the business? Well, it, you know, it can be a very complicated process, um, and you know, the, with all these things, with Visa and with um, with uh, any of our other group of companies, uh, you know, it's all about the team. And so, we have a couple of, of uh, very important people on our team: our, our lawyer, uh, Farzad Farugian, who's um, who's an excellent um, securities lawyer and, and basically helped guide us. Uh, we have a corporate secretary named Jen Hansen, and, and then our corporate manager, uh, Carleen Collier who um, all three of them basically help and, and work together to, to make these, uh, these processes a little, uh, a little easier. Um, but it is, a, it is a hands-on process and it's important to, uh, you know, to be pretty involved in it. But um, you know, certainly, uh, certainly made a lot easier by, by team members and, and, and groups of uh, or, or bringing the right people into the group. Yeah, certainly. Um, so can, can you give us an overview of uh, your project in Mexico? Yeah, definitely. It's actually, uh, it's, it's quite an interesting and exciting opportunity that we have down there because it's, uh, it's, a, it's a true 
district scale silver bang field that compares to um, some of the you know the world famous ones like Zacatecas or Fresnillo or Juanato or, or, or San Dimas and any of these major um, long-lived silver fields in Mexico it, it really compares on a district scale too in terms of size and and, and history uh, but it's never been explored or advanced as a uh, as a whole uh, project in, in modern history so um, it's a producing district there's mills in the area there's there's 35 kilometers of, uh, of underground mine workings uh, power roads you know everything that you would see in an established mining district but it's just never been properly explored never been explored with modern techniques so we're the first company to go in and actually do that ourselves um, and uh, we, we've been having some excellent success we've uh, you know, it's touching again on 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 the importance of teams. We've built uh, an excellent team, uh, both in Vancouver with uh, with our BPX Charles Funk, um, and and the team that he's built in Mexico. We have uh, you know, over ten geologists uh, working in the field there, uh, thirty plus helpers. Um, you know, basically scouring the the district, looking for for high grade silver and gold mineralization. And um, you know, so for us, we're we're very excited about the. Uh, the opportunity that we have here because uh you know it is so significant to to put our foot as, as a junior company to put our foot on uh, an entire silver district in mexico is uh you know it's quite the opportunity yeah and what sort of results have you um have you got so far well we've we've just completed our initial drill program uh well we've, we put out results from the the um the beginning of our initial drill program we, we have just under fifteen thousand meters drilling plan for the first uh um, half or, or so of, of the year, um, which we'll follow up on more. But we've, we've seen some very high-grade uh, drill results as well as very high-grade sample results. And, and some of the sampling underground and, and these workings has, has gone as high as four kilos of uh, four, four kilograms of silver equivalent. Um, so it's a very high grades. You know, the average grade in Mexico of, of um, reserves uh, at, a, at a mine site is usually somewhere between 300 and 400 grams per ton silver equivalent. Uh, that includes gold and silver and what other base metals those those, uh, those um, companies may put in in that calculation but for us we're seeing um, you know on veins that we've sampled and and um, you know areas that we've drilled we're seeing anywhere from that average grade up to 10 times that average grade on the property so it's it's um, very large property very high grade and um, you know quite a, quite an exciting opportunity yeah and how did you come across this uh, particular project. Well, we were introduced to um, to a fellow who had been working down there for about uh, two years, basically trying to bring the the Mexican vendors um, to to an agreement to 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 uh, do a deal with a Canadian company. And um, well, we uh, we basically teamed up with him and eventually uh, acquired the company that he he had put together. Uh, but it took about a year of, of, of my time flying back and forth um, to Mazatlan in Mexico and um, some very in-depth negotiations over, over you know, calendar year. So it was, uh, it was pretty exciting. Hmm. Um, what sort of challenges have you faced to date um, and potentially what uh, challenges are you facing moving forward? Well, of course, one of the largest challenges that we've we've had to deal with now is this uh, this uh, global pandemic with yeah. COVID-19. You know, we, we've unfortunately had to stop and, and uh, drilling and comply with the government there um, in terms of their their decree of, of um, non-essential work. And um, but you know, everybody's 
dealing with that in the same way. So that's not a, not, not anything outside of the, um, um, outside of the realm of normal, uh, we think, but, uh, you know, we, we, one of the challenges is, uh, is, is moving quickly. Um, our, the deal that we have essentially allows us to explore the property for two years and then make a purchase of all the mining uh, and, and milling facilities on the property. So that includes a, a mill and tailings and, and basically everything you'd need to be a mid-tier uh, producer in Mexico. And uh, as such, we're under a bit of a timeline. So a bit of a bit of an aggressive timeline. So one of the challenges for us has been uh, building that team and, and, and getting moving quickly. And um, we've done a great job of that. Charles has done a great job building that team in Mexico. Um, but the other challenge that we had originally was, um, was the exchange, uh, dealing with the regulators at the exchange and, um, them slowing us down actually quite significantly. And, and that's, uh, that's, um, caused a bit of issues for us. So that, that's one of the, the challenges that we, we deal with, you know, in any of these situations, trying to operate a business while, um, while having to kind of, um, navigate the, uh, the uh, the regulation and uh, the stock exchange and things like that it, it's a bit challenging at times but um, um, and then you know I think other than that it's just um, the other challenge of course is, is geology and making sure that you're you're making the right decisions with uh, with exploration but we feel very comfortable that uh, that we're doing the right things there yeah and how has the sort of I suppose government and the mining industry welcomed foreign investment into Mexico. Quite well, actually. I've I've been very happy with the the government of uh, of Sinaloa, Mexico, and, and and the federal government. I've been to a couple of um, their cluster events that they have, where they they bring different suppliers and miners and groups around, and um, really impressed by the the level of organization. But I'm also very impressed, and and uh, I feel grateful that the uh, the government is so welcoming to us to um, to, uh, to 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 work hard and, and invest in uh, in the um, in the community there. So they, they know that they, they understand that you know, actually it's kind of funny. If you, if you look at on a map, you have Sinaloa, Northwest Mexico, just two States down from the U S border. Um, and then just to the, the state to the East is Durango. And that's a very established, um, mining district, mining state. And, uh, many, many, you know, world famous mines are, are just across the border from Sinaloa and into Durango. And we found that Sinaloa has been nothing but a safe place to work, but there is, um, uh, looking back, there's been a, a stigma about, you know, some security issues um, in Sinaloa. And as such, the, 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 the foreign investment uh, in mining in that state is a little bit lower than, than other places. So, um, you know, I think that there's opportunities for us to, to operate in Sinaloa because, um, because it is sometimes overlooked by other, other mining companies. And, and as such, if, you know, if you're committing to, to building, a business there, a mining business, and investing money there. I think they, they, it's quite welcome, and um, we've been certainly feeling that um, when we work there. So yeah, it's been good. Okay, and, and what do you think? It's now is the sort of time to buy precious uh, metal stocks, um, and obviously, I suppose at the time of this recording, um, obviously we get we're well we're we're a few weeks into sort of lockdown and uh, COVID nineteen, but. Um, even prior to that and probably looking forward um what are your thoughts around that well I, you know i personally think it's could could very well be a, a once in a lifetime opportunity uh it just seems to me that there's there's just unprecedented levels of of um monetary um easing and quantitative easing that's coming 
now that, that, that we've never seen before. And, and, you know, I don't think there's going to be any, any end to it. And it's, it's kind of funny. It's been something that, uh, that if, you know, if you spend a lot of time at, um, mining investment conferences and listens to listen to the experts, you know, like your Rick rules and your, yeah. your, your, your kind of those, those marquee head, head headlines, something that everybody's always been expecting is this, um, potential breakdown in, 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 in the monetary system and, uh, you know, QE infinity, but, but now it seems like it's actually happening. And of course, mm. gold and silver stocks, uh, have been bottomed out a couple of weeks ago at the time of this recording. And, and, um, and uh, seem to be correcting, and you know, I think you know if if um, if they are going to be pumping these trillions of dollars into the uh, um, the economy with uh, with with uh, money printing, I think it, you know it's inevitable that the the underlying commodities like uh, gold and silver um, will go up. And and so uh, for me, I'm I'm very excited. Of course, I'm I'm a relatively young uh, person, and so you know, for me, this this is this is. Um, you know, is a very exciting opportunity to to potentially um, make some significant profits in this in this business. <laughs> yeah, and um, from and I think from my perspective as well, um, I think there is uh, becoming a, a shortage of gold to actually buy. Um, obviously, it seems a lot of or certain governments have bought uh, bought over the last few years large amounts of um, large large amounts of gold, and even private investors. Have started to invest in gold and have been over the last X amount of years. So I know at this particular time, it is hard to actually, for everyday person and maybe even funds to actually buy and purchase gold. Um, so there is a shortage to actually purchase. So that's only going to um, help in terms of gold production and, and the demand for gold. So I can only see that in, increasing and, and actually increasing at quite a, uh, quite a steep rate. Well, and, and that's what we're seeing with silver as well too. The actual yep. price of, of buying physical silver, if you if you try to buy it online, is, is over twenty dollars. It's not uh, fourteen or fifteen dollars like the, the the spot price. So, um, it's uh, you know I think all these things are pointing. Of course, this is um, all happening in real time right now. But I think all these things are pointing to you know two, three, six, twelve months out to um, you know maybe perhaps even a, an all time. High in the price of, of gold and, and 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 you know hopefully silver as well too and and if that's the case I think you know very exciting time to uh, to be in the industry. Yeah. So what's what's unique about Visla? Um, unique about obviously your company. Well, for us, what we are we are attempting to be miners of, of gold and silver, um, and we have a you know as I mentioned an aggressive uh, plan here to to drill for the first. Um, two years of, a, of an option agreement, then be able to purchase the, the production facilities that exist on this, this district in Mexico that, uh, that compares so well to all these other famous districts. So the, the opportunity here is, is that we could be a producing precious metals company um, in, a, in a very short timeline for a very cost-effective um, uh, method, basically, through this, through this back-end purchase of, of, of the op option of the, uh, the, the production facility. So... Um, you know, I don't know very many companies that are like that, specifically in, in Mexico, where, um, you know, if you are interested in silver, uh, Mexico is the, uh, the top producer worldwide. So, um, you know, for us, we, we feel, um, you know, this, this really is, is, is probably one of the best global opportunities for, uh, for, for silver mining. Um, and so we're, we're striving to, uh, to build that company. Yeah. And, um, 
how is your sort of team prepared to actually obviously build a business in this new market? So what's your, what's your structure? Um, and I suppose um, how you're going to move forward with, with your drilling program. Yeah, well, we, we expected in, in at least um, a month or so, maybe two, that we'd be back drilling um, in Mexico. Um, and at that point, we, you know, we, we likely won't have missed out too much and, and um, we can catch up quite well on that. But, um, you know, the team itself is quite well prepared. We have a, an excellent team that we built around the company. So my, my chairman and business partner, Craig Perry, is um, you know, fairly well known. A mining executive. He 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 uh, was one of the founders of Next Gen Energy, which is a you know multi-billion-dollar um, deposit of uh, uranium in, in Saskatchewan. And and we have a fellow by the name of Simon Smerlick, who's uh, on our board. And Simon is the COO of Osenko Engineering, which is a very large engineering firm globally. Yeah. Uh, we also have a, an excellent geologist named um, Stuart Smith, who's who's on our board as well too. Stu was uh, most recently at Tech Resources, so we have a very well-rounded team. And 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 those gentlemen that I mentioned are um, um, few years my senior as well. So we have a group of of, of fellows that had, had basically built these businesses that, that I mentioned um, it, during one of the you know the most severe downturns in the mining industry. So we're well we're well prepared, well well experienced, and also well-funded for, um, uh, you know, to, to accomplish what we're, we're setting out to do here. So um, all in all, you know, I think we're, we're in a good position. Yeah. And just uh, obviously our concluding note, what's the, what's the future for, for Vizsla? And I, I suppose looking at over a three to five year timeframe and maybe well, beyond. Yeah. And, and I think for us, you know, three to five years out, I think, Starting even at three years out, we'd like to be a producing uh, silver and gold company, um, potentially with um, with multiple assets by by five years out. And then our goal would be to to be, um, you know, a, a mid tier producer moving on to, uh, to to larger things. Yep. And are you looking at any other jurisdictions um, in the meantime? We're, we're primarily focused in Mexico. We feel we have uh, significant competencies there, but um, of course, we 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 do from time to time look at projects elsewhere. But uh, we're we're mostly focused in Mexico. Yeah. Okay. No worries. Okay, Michael. Really appreciate your uh, your time and giving us uh, an overview of um, visitor uh, resources and um, what you're what you're looking to do. Um, sounds an exciting opportunity, and um, and unfortunately, it's just uh, you've stopped at the moment because of this. Uh, COVID-19, but I'm sure you're going to be back and back up and running in the next month or so. So um, I wish you, uh, wish you all the luck. If um, any of our listeners wants to uh, reach out to you and uh, maybe have some questions that they want to ask you, how can they go about doing that? And also, are you on any social media platforms? Yeah, we're, we're on all of the major social media platforms. Um, what I would suggest if, you, if you're interested in connecting with us is just going to our website, www.vizlaresources.com. Okay. Yeah. And are you on any social media platforms that they can reach you, reach you on at all? Uh, we're on Twitter and uh, LinkedIn. Uh, Twitter's our, our, our major um, focus and it's at, at resources Vizsla. Okay. No worries. Um, and yeah, if you want to also, uh, you can reach out to myself and I can pass any uh, messages on to Michael and my email address is rob at mining-international.org. Um, Really appreciate your time, Michael. Um, I'm sure the audience uh, would um, start looking looking you guys up and understanding more about yourself. So really appreciate your time in uh, taking the time to do this podcast. Um, Thank you. 
yeah thank you and um yeah those are those that are listening really appreciate if you can uh, keep sharing this podcast um and also obviously this episode as well um this ep- this episode also will be going on to onto um youtube which we are actually videoing this um and also you can uh, look at this um podcast on my website which is dig deep the mining uh, sorry dig deep the mining podcast.com um, which shows all the epi- uh, this episode and all the other episodes that we've recorded so um hope you enjoyed hope you enjoy listening to uh, michael and his story um and until next time happy mining thanks for listening to dig deep the mining podcast If there are any topics you want discussed or questions you want to ask any guests, then you can email us at rob at mining-international.org or you can follow Rob and Mining International on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter and YouTube for more content and to have your questions answered. Until next time, happy mining!